Introducing Sugar House Distillery, where craft meets tradition. Handcrafted from grain to glass, at Sugar House Distillery, every drop of liquid magic is meticulously crafted from the very grains to the final sip, ensuring unparalleled quality. As the first privately owned liquor store in South Salt Lake since the days of Prohibition, Sugar House proudly prioritizes quality over quantity in everything they do. But that's not all. You're in for a treat with their incredible canned cocktails of many varieties. Sip on perfection in a can that's beautifully blended and ready to enjoy wherever your adventures take you. Ready to witness the magic? Join Sugar House Distillery for a tour at 22nd 12 Southwest Temple in South Salt Lake and experience their passion behind their craft. And when you visit, be sure to mention that Tastemasters sent you. At Sugar House Distillery, they do not just make spirits. They craft memories, raise a glass of tradition, craftsmanship, and unforgettable flavors. Salud. Until the next spirits, my friend. Hey, family. We're still reaching back in the vault for some of our classic and favorite episodes. When people ask us, you know, what's some of your favorite episodes out there? You know what? This one shines one of the most. Why is that? Because we were still learning and honing in our skills as beer enthusiasts. We came across one of our first challenges, which was having our friend Bristol come on who didn't like beer at all and we had about 15 beers lined up and we were convinced we'd help maneuver her palate to figure out she could like beer at some point she just didn't find the right beer for her so in honor of our late dear best friend dr bristol Sorensen, she helped us solidify the fact that we truly believe if you didn't like beer you just haven't found the beer right for you so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and for those who don't like beer, just know, I promise, there's a beer out there for you. You're listening to The Tastemasters where we sit down and learn from artists within the world of craft beer, liquor, and various fermentation techniques. Oh my God, Bristol, I'm so excited to meet you. Uh, I've heard so many good things about you from David. You're a PhD. Super, super impressive. I feel like I'm out of my league just being in the same room. <laughs> what's, your, what's your PhD in? In immunology and genetics. Immunology. You study like disease and stuff a lot, or yeah. How uh, primarily I studied how exercise impacts the immune system. Oh, cool. And also how chronic disease impacts the immune system. Gotcha. Uh, I'm. I've, I've barely met you, and I'm already so impressed. Um, Bristol. David tells me you like to drink tea. I yes, I am a tea connoisseur. <laughs> we do like our tea, Bristol, <laughs> nice. a lot more than I do, but we like our tea. Right? I. Have I probably have six cabinets filled with teas from all over the world? Wow, that's cool. and I give half of it away, but I still have way too much that I could ever drink in a lifetime. <laughs> I filled up here, and half of what she gives away is to me, and I'm nice. so grateful for that because it's so damn good. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I my What's... my motto is friends don't let friends drink Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good motto. So good motto. only the best. For Absolutely. being my friend, because we're connoisseurs. What's the tea that we used to make the kombucha? What brand was that? Bigelow's. Bigelow's. What are your thoughts on Bigelow's? Bigelow, I feel, is kind of the what the UK version of Lipton. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. That's a great or Australian version of yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the beer equivalent of like Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what you just give people you don't like. That's, that's what I. That's what I usually drink. Like I don't know where to get like nice tea, and I love I love English breakfast teas. Like I, I love coffee, but I think I drink tea more more than coffee. I can definitely help you out. Oh my god, please, that would be great. Um, what are uh, what are your favorite teas? I just want to get a feel for your for your palate. What's your favorite um, teas? My most favorite tea of all time is from David's Tea, and it's called Chocolate Chili Chai. Mm. And it is like a chocolate-saturated black tea that has red peppercorns and tiny, tiny chocolate chips. So it's like almost like hot chocolate, but with like just a little bit of warmth to it. Right. And it's very comforting in the wintertime. And well-balanced. And like all those chai spices as well. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, we should have brought like a spiced amber or something. My goodness. I mean, I wouldn't have And then the tea that I just gave... David, oh well, it's called Cream of Earl Grey. And so Earl Grey is a, a more bitter um, bergamot flavored black tea. But this Cream of Earl Grey is just gives it a really soft edge. And like if you add a little almond milk to it, that is just, it's a creamy, dreamy. Oh, nice. perfect. Creamy, dreamy breast. Love it. <laughs> creamy, dreamy. Love it. That's, that's, that's a good just one. a little bit of what Bristol's palate is. But yeah. Bristol has traveled. Around the world, period. Cool. So she has tasted multiple things. She has endured multiple things. And I'm very excited to try to open her palate yeah. when it comes to beer. Uh, Bristol's not one. You wouldn't say you're much of a beer drinker. Not no. really much of a drinker. Every once in a while. I am more of a cocktail person. Right. And, and What cocktails do you drink? Um, I would say my top three favorites are... Kraken and root beer. It's just so good. We, we may uh, yeah. we may do that quite often. It's just so I think sweet. Be, it's it like would the be best. so good with sweet pizza, and spicy. The spicy rum with the root beer. Yeah, it's Ru- mind blowing. Root beer and pizza is like the it, it was meant to. Like I like root beer and pizza. I think more than I like regular beer and pizza. And I don't even like root beer. Just it just goes mm-hmm. so well. That would be great with. Pizza. And now there's hard root beer. So. We got yeah. that going for us. Yeah. Not, not, not your, your father's, father's root beer. beer. Right. I almost <laughs> bought that in the liquor store to, to bring, you know. Should have. And I I love uh, Moscow Mules. Just the ginger okay. part of that. And the spice. Some more spice. I'm, I'm noticing, yeah, I'm noticing a trend here towards like the spice. <laughs> and then one of my all-time favorites is vanilla vodka and cranberry juice because I think it tastes like a cherry cheesecake. Hmm. Like another creamy form. dreamy. Another creamy, creamy dreamy. dreamy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bristol knows what she wants. But she okay. likes. She, she's good at it. Interesting. That gives us. That gives us some interesting stuff to work with. So some of the beers that we pulled out of here initially, I don't. I don't know. I feel like we might be trying more beers than we initially planned on. So we have in front of us about sixteen different beers. <laughs> right. So this is a big, big <laughs> step for us. This is episode ten. Yeah. And we are slowly getting bigger and greater. And so why? And I thought for the Tastemasters, we were trying to challenge ourselves. We've done these 10 episodes. We want to bring someone who is very knowledgeable, well-traveled, well-versed onto our show and see who doesn't like beer or doesn't really go out of the way for beer and see if we can somehow open their palate and find a beer based off what they like. So at the very beginning, Bristol, we're going to give you a beer and you're going to tell us what you like and what you don't like about it. And what Wyatt and I are going to try to do is break it down and try to figure out from this plethora of beers we have to see what beer, if any, you do like. Sound all right? That sounds great. Okay, Wyatt, what's the first beer you have for us? So the first beer I opened was the uh, Chasing Tail Golden Ale from Squatters. 
a nice, beautiful yeah. local brewery out of Salt Lake City, Squatters. Yeah. Easy to drink, you know, a little bit of malt, a little bit of hop, not a lot of either though. It's not super intense at all. I haven't had this one in a long time, actually, maybe since like college. But I, it was either this or the Boston Lager. The Boston Lager is a little bit more malty, a little bit more sweetness, and definitely a little bit more bitterness to it. And with all this talk of spice, I think that that might have been the uh, right <laughs> option. But here we go. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Nice, uh, like golden straw color. What is the golden ale, right? Right, right. Golden ale. Like a nice lingering foam on top, too. I expect it to, I didn't I like, expect it to last that long. It looks champagne y. So I have um, Beer Advocate. This one has scored a 78, which is an okay. It's ranked 357 mm. on English Pale Ales. So, Bristol, you are drinking an English Pale Ale out of Squatters. What's your thoughts? I, well, when I was smelling it, I thought it smelled a little sour. But then what, once it was on my tongue, it, it, Felt more like kind of a like a cider. It had kind of like a like a crisp sour taste. Okay, yeah. which I enjoyed. Yeah, it's interesting. the uh, The hop bitterness is a little bit more pronounced, but it's it's over very quickly. Like it doesn't linger. It seems rounded to me. Yeah, very very well rounded. Like ends like a little bit of sweetness, and then a little bit of like hoppy bitterness, and then just boop gone. Yeah. yeah, I don't have it. I don't not sensing any aftertaste mm-hmm. or. But I feel like this one's a good typical beer, mm-hmm. you know, yep. good ale. Just kind of. If anything, is there? What do you What do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? I like that it just has like a kind of a crisp, refreshing sort of taste to it, mm-hmm. and that it doesn't kind of that it doesn't linger. Yeah, and I think it's a, one of those time of year beers. I think yep. you could crush this on the lake. You know, you're like, it's <laughs> yeah. something, I need something, I, I'm dying of thirst. Let's throw up one of these back and it's crushable, gets crisp, it's easy to drink. Right. Yeah, I like that. It says on here, like, summer ale. This would be more of like a, like a early summer, maybe like late spring. I spring. For me, yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of, we're going to be doing a spring episode pretty soon. Like, what we think you should drink for spring, that'll be fun. But, uh. Interesting. This gives us this gives us some place to go. So you like the the crispness of it. To me, that that says the next beer we should try is a lager. Uh, it's not what I had planned, but I think I think the next beer we should try is a lager. Why? why uh, what do you have for our next beer? Hmm. So this this is my debate. We could go full suspension pale ale. It's got a little bit more hoppiness to it, which could be construed as like a crispness. Uh, or we could go. Sam Adams, which we talked about before this. Uh, Sam Adams is going to be a little bit more bitter. Has a lager yeast, so it's going to be a little bit more crisp. Um, or we could even go to like a Modelo Negra, uh, which is not going to be nearly as hoppy, a little bit more maltiness, but it also has that lager yeast. It's going to be very crisp at the end. Bruce, are you familiar with hops at all? No. Do you like floralness? Do you like that kind of bitter taste to it? It drinks in general? Hops make me think like green tea similarities. I... I'm probably leaning toward the no area on that. Okay, so then if that's Ma- the case. Malt is sounding more intriguing to me. Then let's, cool. Bristol's taking us to Malt World. Let's cool. towards Malt. I'm going towards uh, the Modelo then. Cool. So we have the Modelo Negra that Wyatt is going to yeah. open for us. Modelo Negra. A, uh, on here it says, a medium-bodied lager with a slow roasted caramel malts brewed for a rich, smooth taste. Mm. I didn't know this until, this has been one of my favorite beers for a long time. Um, I didn't know this until recently. Modelo Negra is a Munich-style Dunkel. It's like one of your favorite styles. I, one of my favorite styles is so Dunkel. Good. And 
I didn't even There's know that. There's a reason why Dunkle this one's so kinda. good, and this is a Dunkle style beer. Dunkles have a lot of that, that malty characteristic to it that I love. I'm yep. not a huge hop fan. I don't really care for the bitterness. I can, you know, enjoy them here and there. But this one I crave. Yeah. This one's, it's for me, beer. it's Dunkles or I can drink anytime, anywhere kind of beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great, yeah. I think it's a great fall beer, personally. Cheers. Ah, beautiful color. It's darker than I remember. Like caramel toffee kind of color. It, it does have like a toffee note to it. Oh, so crisp. A little bit malty. Not as malty as I remember, but crisp. Wow. What do you think, Brisk? That ha- definitely has a much richer flavor mm-hmm. than the previous right. one. Might need to take another sip. Me too. I feel like it's not as cold as I'd like it to be. It's not as yeah, crisp I as I want to be. I didn't chill any of the beers, so we've got you know four lagers. None of them are chilled, so I feel I'm sorry. I apologize about that. Ales you can get over. It's supposed to be room temperature, but lagers. It's supposed to be a little more cold, Brist. I do apologize for that. That is a, a tongue tingler. I was feeling a little tingle there, and then it's kind of the yeah. tip and goes down the middle. And then That's it, that. and then it definitely has like an like an aftertaste. Like I can still taste it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of. Do we there. like this aftertaste? Do we not like this aftertaste? No, it's like a like a brandy yeah. kind of aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like these maltier beers. I mean, like black tea is like defined by like a maltiness, mm-hmm. right? It's a common descriptive word of black tea. Yeah, a lot of these black tea beers is my favorite. Defined by maltiness, and this is this is you know malty, but that lager yeast is so crisp and so refreshing. It, it's heavy, like it's, it's definitely heavier than the chasing tail, okay. mm-hmm. but it still finishes fast. It's still. Drink a crushable. It's richer, but it's not thicker. Mm. Do you know, yeah. you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more body to it. But. So between the Chasing Tail and the Modelo, which one would you rather have, Brist? Um, I would rather have the Modelo. Because it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. So you like it. You like the multi flavors. I kind of want to try a little bit hoppier beer with you. Just, okay. just to be certain. Just to be certain. Uh, and then we'll get back to the maltier beers because we've got probably three maltier beers that I won't, I'm excited for you to try. Um, one that I personally am excited to try. I haven't tried yet. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try a, a hoppier beer real fast. Do you want to go... Uh, so we've got two hoppier beers here. Um, one's a uh, pale ale. So it's going to be a little bit like toned back. The other one is a uh, IPA. So we, we purposely brought two beers that weren't like insanely hoppy for your you know palate. Uh, the Pale Ale is like a West Coast. I think it's specifically a Northwest style. I don't know for sure. Yeah, Northwest style Pale Ale. Uh, that's the uh, Squatters Full Suspension Pale Ale. This is actually the first craft beer that I had uh, when I was in college. I bought it at Smith's. Um, I think it's fantastic. It's Does this have a higher alcohol percentage than um, when you were in college yes <laughs> yeah it does so Very this is five percent so. now and when i was in college it was uh four percent so uh, up to five percent and there are so many beers that i used to drink that i was like that's eh, good now they're five percent i'm like oh god that's fantastic like uh the breckenridge that we tried on our last episode uh i, I felt that way about it. it's so good so uh, uh we've got the juicy pale ale, so that's like a northeast style and then we've got the northwest style. So northwest style is probably gonna be a little bit more bitter um in this, they throw the hops in the boil, um, and so you get a lot more bitterness, less aroma, uh, whereas in the IPA India Pale Ale, um, they, with the hazy IPA, they have a lot of dry hops, so dry hopping will give you a lot more aroma and less bitterness. But I imagine there'll be similar bitterness. Um, I don't know if you have the IP, IBUs on these, David? Let me go home and pull up. 
Um, so this one is going to be hoppier. The Hazy Nosh IPA is going to be hoppier, but it's probably going to be more like flavor. More floral. Aroma. Yeah, Aromatic. Let's try that Hazy Nosh. Hazy. Hazy Nosh. I haven't tried this one either. So this is the Uinta Hazy Nosh IPA. Out of obviously Uinta Brewery in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh God, I can already smell it. Mmm. It's almost like a tangerine kind of smell. That's wonderful. It's, it's making my, it smells like fresh fruit. It's making my mouth water. So this one's hoppy and fruity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fruity flavors will come from the hops. Uh, so uh, hops are interesting. They have um, alpha acids in them that uh, are essentially smell like different kind of essential oils to me, at least. Um, and you can get a lot of like flavors from hops anywhere from like a dank pine flavor to like a tropical citrusy flavor. Um, they're really fun. Uh, hops come in like a, a cone and they grow on a vine. It's very similar to like a, a pine cone. I think it's like in the same family, similar family. That's also in the same family as uh cannabis. Uh, just interesting, like very aromatic. Um, I mean, it's very fun. aromatic. You get yeah, I, that citrus right, right off the nose. Mm-hmm. It, the beer's still on the table and I can smell it. And it's hazy. Can't see my finger through it when I hold the glass very uh very like dank kind of smells too i like that so juicy i thought it'd be a lot more hoppy that's that dry hop yeah because you do after oh wow that's not bad it definitely has like that grapefruit kind of bitterness at the end super grapefruit and it lingers so juicy it's like biting into a grapefruit that's very juicy yeah that that is i was trying to describe the sensation of like right after I swallowed it, my tongue sort of felt like, like I was, you know, puckering, and mm-hmm. so it just like became dry. And then when you said grapefruit, I'm like, that's what's happening. Yeah, it's like- <laughs> but you get that right. Yeah. You see how that can just pop. It's interesting yeah. what beer that can do. Citrusiness from the from the hops. Beautiful craft beer. Yeah, that's. I think one of the reasons that I've never liked beer because I don't like the way it smells, but I like the way this smells. So that was. That's a plus. Do you like the way it tastes and smells? I think I like the way it smells more than the way it tastes. Is it because it's too bitter? Is it too... It's... I don't like the aftertaste. Like, when I first drink it, it has, like you said, it has that kind of citrusy, grapefruit, tangerine type of... Mm -hmm. And then I swallow it, and then I'm still kind of tasting this bitterness that... It's kind of a palate wrecker. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, it... Yeah. It's still there. I haven't tried one for almost a couple minutes now, and it's still lingering. So I can see that, Briss. It's just kind of, I want to drink it and be done with it almost sometimes. I get that. Mm, That's nice. I love the aroma of that. I always, always love the aroma of hops so much. Like, hop smell. It's one of the best smells in the world. Like, the flavor of hops. It's just fresh. It's fresh. so fresh. Yeah. So freshness. Yeah. But, like, an outdoorsy freshness. Yes, it yeah. is very outdoorsy. Like dank <laughs> and pine trees and like a citrusy kind of pine tree. Absolutely. More citrusy than pine, but still dank. It's wonderful. God, I love it. I The more we taste hoppy beers on this, the more I like hoppy. I didn't even like hoppy beers before we did our IPAs episode. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, every hoppy beer we try, I'm like, ah, oh, it's so fresh. See, I'm appreciating yeah. hops more, but I'm still not sold on hoppy beers. Like they're good. I'll drink them. But I like my dunkles. I like my lagers. Like I, I like that more. Such a juicy flavor. And the mouthfeel is like... Full. Oh, so pillowy. Wonderful. Um, cool. So 
to hops Bristol. Smell wonderful. I'm glad we tried that. But we're not going to try any more hoppy beers. Okay. We tried so one. We think hoppiness is not for you. So IPAs, we're going to stay away from. Sit tight. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Experience Clearwater Distilling, Utah County's exclusive gem of a distillery. With quality in every sip, their in-house crafted spirits like Scandalous Cinnamon Whiskey is unlike any other, a mark of their commitment to perfection at its best. With Clearwater, you acquire versatile spirits and unforgettable moments. Their diverse selection of spirits can be enjoyed neat or in cocktails, enhancing every occasion in any situation. Also, with their own humidor, explore their custom curated cigar collection, the ideal pairing for their fine spirits. Clearwater is where we go for an amazing cigar and whiskey pairing. Head to Clearwater Distilling for yourself to see where spirits become memories. Cheers to excellence in Utah County. See you at Clearwater. Shout out to our sponsors, Kings Peak Coffee Roasters. Kings Peak Coffee Roasters takes coffee seriously. They source their beans from sustainable farms worldwide, ensuring every sip is a celebration of exquisite flavors from captivating blends to single-origin roasts. Kings Peak's friendly staff embodies hospitality and coffee passion, guiding you on an unforgettable coffee journey. Kings Peak is committed to a positive impact on the coffee supply chain, supporting farmers and artisans globally. Whether you're a seasoned coffee aficionado or a curious newcomer, King's Peak is your coffee sanctuary. Explore their selection of coffees, accessories, and gifts, and join us in celebrating the joy of coffee and human connection. Discover King's Peak Coffee Roasters, where coffee dreams come true. Until the next bean, my friend. So we're going to go back to kind of that loggery beer to see if we can find a more malty lager balance for you you want to go back to a, a lager beer i was thinking the uh mild ale next should we do the mild so i'm very excited about this one we're doing the epic yeah so i have brought with us from epic brewing also from salt lake city the mid mountain mild ale and milds why and i fell in love with on our second episode when our brewmaster came and showed us one from fisher brewing called the mild child and we drink that, and oh my god, it opened our palate immensely. Perfect color. For so this life. one uh, is going to be quite opposite of what we just had. Bristol's not going to have that beautiful smell, that tangerine citrus to it. So go ahead and give it a smell. I would definitely recommend drinking some water first. I would try to wash something out just because that the IPA is still going to be lingering. I'm assuming. It yep sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can taste it, but I feel like I can still smell it. It's still just dank. God, I love that. Beautiful. It's a little bit lighter in color, uh, the mild is, than uh, the Dunkel that we just tried, the Modelo Negra. Uh, beautiful color. Like, again, yeah. caramel, but a little bit lighter. Off the nose, Briss, what are you getting? Wonderful. It's very, like, dark caramel. Like, when you brew black tea for about four minutes oh, and that's beautiful. what it looks like <laughs> yeah honestly yeah. oh man on the nose it's bready but like can i say like grandma's cookies is that that feels like a stretch but like it's like a sweetness and it's oh man it smells like grandma's house oh it, it really does have kind of a gingerbready you know toffee-ish nose to it yeah you see toffee it, do, it smells like cookies to me. <laughs> I no, grandma's cookies. You said grandma's cookies and that grandma's, nailed on the nose. Like, hmm, grandma's yeah. cookies. No one else's cookies. Grandma's cookies. What do you think, Bristol? 
That is so interesting. Right. <laughs> Ready not, and sweet. It's not overwhelming. It, yeah, it does really has like what I'm getting. You guys are getting more of a sweet flavor, and mm. I'm just smelling like when I make like a yeast bread dough. Absolutely. And so like when you're kneading a yeast-based bread dough, that's what I'm smelling. Yeah. Very bready, very very it's bready. Very bready. <laughs> so good, sweet. This is this is. But this it's good not beer. super sweet. I think we're saying sweet, but it's not sweet as in you know you're licking caramel or you know. It's no, yeah, I don't really find it sweet. sweet at all. But it's also not bitter. It's just like kind of well balanced almost. It is well balanced. I get like a like a bready sweetness. Here. I think it's a lot lighter than almost the modello. Like, like a like a fresh piece of like uh like dark bread with like mm. just a little bit of honey drizzled on there. Okay. That's what that tastes yeah. like to me. That's that. That's that sweetness. Not a lot. Not overwhelming. Just a tiny little drizzle of honey on there. That's it. That's that's nice. Way higher alcohol percentage than I expected from a mild. Again, I'm used to milds being like three and a half percent ABV, five point one, super high ABV. So you got a nice uh, range of colors here. Not bad, huh? What, what do you think, Chris? You, you like this one? I I do like it. I. It, it It is a very, like, middle of the road, so it's almost unremarkable. Like, I won't go, oh my gosh, remember that mild yeah. ale? Mm-hmm. It, ta- it had this taste to it. Like, it's just sort of, like, maybe classic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't... Great description. It's not blowing my mind, but it, I also don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Um, I like that description. It's, it's interesting you say classic. Mild ale is, like, one of the oldest, like consistently brewed styles of beer in the uk like super super classic classic british beer hmm. british ale yeah delicious did not, did not know that right i mean there you go British. i feel like we should have brought like if we had like a mild with like a cherry in it that's what bristol would probably like it's like a mild with like cherry hmm. oh, nice for everyone so the the mild ale on beer advocate gave it an 80 so it's it's good it's uh, ranked 15th of all english pale Mild ales in its style. Not bad. Up next, David will be trying the uh, nut brown ale. So this one I'm really excited for. It's at a Red Rock brewery. It's called the Bobcat. It's a nut brown ale. I've always been a fan of brown ales. I think they have that kind of, I don't know, it's like that chasing tail we had, but a night darker, more malty and nutty flavors to them. And I really like nutty flavors in my beer. In my beer. Beautiful, beautiful color. God, the darker we get, the... It's extremely dark. I can't see my hand through the other end of the glass. Wonderful brown color. It's got got a nose on that one. Wow. That's intense. Wow. I love the The smell. smell. It's like robust almost. It smells like like malt and smiles, happiness. So, so like bready on the nose. Like a, like a really like dark bread crust. God. This is hoppier than I thought it'd be. I mean, it's not bad. But it also doesn't linger. No. I feel like it's rounded, but the malt kind of lingers a little bit. This is a surprise to me because when I looked at how dark it was and how it smelled and it just, it had this like really harsh smell, I thought, but taste wise, this is my favorite so far. Ooh, why we're doing it, dude. (laughs) That's, we, we talked about before we started going, like. We gestured to, um, we've got, what, like the Breckenridge Amber, the Mild, 
the uh, Bobcat Nut Brown. We had one other, one other like dark ish beer. We had the Stella Trois Midnight Lager, mm-hmm. the Boston Lager from Sam Adams, the Avalanche Amber Ale, uh, the Dead Guy. That's one I was thinking of. Uh, but like there was like four beers. It was all the maltier beers. We, before this started, we were like, she's probably gonna like these beers. Like they're malty and like it, it's just right. So, Briss, you liking like, this one then? You like British black tea? We got British yes. dark beer. What do you like about this one? It just has the most unique flavor, and it when I ha- like when I first put it on my tongue, I kind of ha- like my eyes widened up. Like I was like, oh, well, this this tastes great. <laughs> Like this is something that seems more like you would savor it. Like if you're having a really nice meal and then you just kind of drink this beer really slowly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't think it's a uh, crushability. I wouldn't put it high. I mean, one out of ten, I wouldn't put ten. It's crushable and like water. Yeah. But savory, I like that I'd one. Say, I'd say like lower, like like one of the lower ones. We tried like five and a half, maybe five, five and a half, six ish tops. Can I also say this is one of the favorite beers? I've had yet the one the one uh it, it's really good like I love brown ales so so good I feel like it, it's an American brown ale so like it, this is the strongest beer we've tried yet today it's 6.1 percent ABV and like anytime I feel like you start to get above like six percent ABV like there's just this like noticing like alcohol sweetness like mm-hmm. glowingness to it and I don't know if it's just my palate but like I think this the the one thing that would make this better would be if it were a little bit lower ABV I, I think that. I would love it so much more. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, like five and a half percent. Because you want to be able to crush it, I feel like. Yeah, I, like w- when I think of drinking this, like, like it, it should be served to me in like a wooden tankard, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like something with like, like a big wooden thing with like a handle and like a leg of lamb. Like just a <laughs> bunch of like, and you can like pick it up. Or like you ever go to the carnival and you see those uh, like big ass turkey legs? Yes. God, like red, this red is fair. what, like I want, I want a like a fucking you tankard st- of beer, and I want a big ass leg of some sort of like roasted or grilled meat, and that's this is the beer I want in that, and I don't give a shit what the meat is, but I just want to like eat it and have like grease dripping down my beard. Just go like. Are you saying this is a manly this. beer? Is that what you're trying to say? God, I don't. I, I'm not saying manly. Like you could do it too. We could all do it together. I, I can't grow a beard, and I still drink it. <laughs> I think this is just like, it's it's like a primal beer for me. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Oh, yes. It's renaissance-y. This would be it a great is, beer to it drink at Evermore Park. It is very old school. I am definitely feeling like I at least, I mean, minimum need a goblet. I like that. Goblet would be cool. Like a British, a British pint is like 20-ish ounces. Mm-hmm. That's like the minimum yeah, that's, to be that's what you get. If yeah, I had I a twenty ounce, I, it would take me two hours to drink a twenty. I would just want to just sip it little by little. Yeah, yeah like, you don't need to drink I'm it fast. Enjoying it. The the later it gets into it, too, the better it's going to be. Because like to me, I mean, this is an American brown ale, but for some reason, I keep I keep thinking like British stuff. Like British ales are usually lower carbonation. It's almost supposed to be like flat and warm. Like this is how that beer sh- this beer should be served. If this beer was on nitro tab, I would lose my shit. That would be so good. Be a lot more creamy. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I can't imagine, and my mouth Sounds is watering. Wonderful. Sounds wonderful. Then like a like a maybe like a rotisserie chicken with it or something like that. That's my thought. Something something roasted meats sounds great with this. Well, Bristol, I'm glad you like this one. Yeah, 
Me too. I would have never guessed that I like this one the best. I thought for sure that I would like a really, really light beer before I came in here. I'm like, well, I don't like beer, so I'm probably only going to like one that's really yeah. light and mild. But this is like the darkest and most like rich and tasty, and I'm into it. Yes. Yeah. So we found a winner. So going from this one, though, what do we see ourselves going after this? We got the brown ale. Do we try another lager? Do we try to see Bristol if you want try a sour? Do you want to try... Right, we do have sours. We can go lighter. We know not to do hoppy. But do you want to see kind of what a sour is? We let's, could, we could play try. with some sours. Let's try a sour. We could. We do. We do have a couple of roasty beers now. Do, you don't like coffee? I don't. Yeah. So we've got two beers that are going to be roastier. We've got the Guinness and the Stella Artois. I don't think we should try them today because they're, well, they're like a coffee bitterness. It's a defining characteristic of them. Well, what, what I ha- um, one of the comments I made before was the reason I didn't like beers because I didn't like the smell. Mm-hmm. That's the same with coffee. But now that you've proven that. The beer that I hated the smell of, I actually like the taste of. Maybe I, that's another misconception. I feel like we should try this Stella Artois Midnight Lager. We have not opened this lager. This one's a brand new release uh, in, in Utah so far. Wyatt and I saw this in the liquor store. We had to try it. It's going to have a coffee chocolate bitterness to it. But we haven't even tried it yet. We don't know right. exactly how without, good or how bad it is. Without having tried this yet, speculation for me is it's going to be a lot like a Schwartz beer. I think so. Right. And like very similar bottle to the Guinness. Uh, they're both black bottles with gold writing. Guinness has a little bit of white on there as well. Stella Artois has a little bit of white on there. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar bottles. I think it's almost like a competition for Guinness kind of beer. Because Guinness in like the world market really controls the stout, I think. I think this is Stella's competition, and I think it's going to be Schwarzbier. Maybe a little bit roastier. Maybe even roastier than the Baba. We'll see. So Say I'm curious. 5.4% ABV. So it's definitely stronger. What's Guinness? 4.4, I think? I think it's 4.3 to 4.6. 4.3 Tops. or 4.6. I have the Midnight Lager here as an 83, which is good on Beer Advocate. It's ranked 30 on all European dark lagers. Interesting. Not bad. What what was the stats for the uh, Red Rock Brown again? Because the flavor is still lingering in my mouth, and I'm loving every second. So of the it. Red Rock Brown was ranked uh, 672 in all American brown ales. Had 6.1 ABV, had a score of 81, which is good. So let's try this Midnight Lager. I'm super excited for this one. Yeah, there it is just absorbing light. <laughs> it's <laughs> it is all light. It's a it's a black hole. It's so Bristol off the nose. What are you getting? It's pretty intense off the nose. It's really it strong. Is. It's very extremely robust. It's tell me what I'm. Sm- I can't pick out like a specific smell. What What do you guys smell? Because I, I get nuttiness out of it. Like, I was I would say it smells similar to like the brown, but I feel like that was wrong. It just seems yeah. bold, like a breadiness, like it's and very like bold. That that very typical like strong beer alcohol sweetness but it's not strong enough for me to get that smell so i feel like it's it's got to be wrong what i'm smelling bottoms up someone at home please taste this and then message us on our yeah. instagram you know at the tastemasters and uh tell me that i'm wrong to smell that buy this beer smell this beer and then send us a message and be like hey wyatt you're an idiot 
this is what you were smelling because I really want to know what I'm smelling here. So I'm tasting this. It's toasty. You can definitely get that brain, that bready grain to it. Yeah. Yeah. Bready. It's like a bitter dark chocolate. A little bit no of coffee-ness like, at all. I had no, I'm getting any coffee. I yeah. was. Ex- I'm not tasting caramel. Any. Yeah, caramel, toffee, dark chocolate. Hmm. I don't get any coffee. I'm disappointed a little bit. I was. I was expecting. It's not a Schwarz beer. No. I wouldn't say Schwarz beer by any means. I feel like it's lighter than I thought it'd be. It like flavor-wise, yeah. I almost thought just because of how dark it was, I thought it was going to be almost chewy. Mm, okay yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah like i thought okay there's gonna be like molecules in my mouth that i'm gonna have to chew before i swallow but <laughs> yeah. not super not super like heavy body either like maybe like a medium body huh i don't know what to say about this i'm at a loss this one's i'm the same boat with you i yeah. don't know i i feel like it's not speaking of the carbonation i just feel like the flavor is very flat to me, it, yeah. yeah, not not very like one dimensional, not yeah. super complex, mild. Yeah, it's mild. I'm not impressed. No, I, I was really excited for this too. Well, Bristol, we're gonna give you one of our favorite uh, stouts, which yeah. is the Guinness. So this is a typical what? stout, Bristol. This one, it's more viscous. I feel like than than the Midnight. It's gonna be just as dark. It's gonna have. A lot more lasting foam, but I, why and I love Guinness. Oh my god, so much! Yeah, not only do the bottles look identical, but it looks identical in the yeah, cup. Color-wise, it's spot on. The exact maybe maybe the Stella Artois is just slightly slightly lighter. Like if Stella was a forty-nine, Guinness would be a fifty. Like so close, but okay. Bottoms what, up, what do you smell in the uh, Guinness? I I cannot place it. Mm. Similar similar nose. Guinness just has like a such a creamy mouthfeel and like a little bit of like coffee bitterness, mm-hmm. dark chocolate. I kind of like that we did the midnight lager first because yeah. it kind of was disappointing and it was kind of light. But yeah. the Guinness definitely you can it's going to have a, a way more lingering mouthfeel, but it also is going to fill the mouth. Yeah, and it's going to feel yeah. more creamy. But it is still robust. It yeah, it's like you're right. It's more viscous. I mean the the earlier beers that we tried were you know like water, and mm-hmm. this is like plasma. Yeah, <laughs> in a sense, yeah. I'm happy we ended with Guinness. This was nice. We can we can still do some sours if you want, but I don't know if we're gonna taste them. But what do you think, Bristol? And you're not a fan of coffee, so what do you think about the Guinness, the original? Guinness. I think this is like too heavy for me. Yeah. I I think my favorite was the nut brown. And then that's everything kind of got darker from there. Mm-hmm. And it it feels like if I were to drink an entire pint of this that I'd be done for the night. I want to brush your teeth for like <laughs> yeah. three hours afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Gurgling, mouthwash, yeah. the whole streaming. Mm-hmm. But Bristol, through this experience of tasting these beers, have we swayed you or tried to open your palate in a way where you're like, hmm, 
yeah, okay. I don't hate beer. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there were a lot of surprises for me. I really didn't realize that beer had so many different types of flavors. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the smell of the beer is actually really contributes to how it tastes. And sometimes that the smell of it didn't, like, I smelled it and immediately made a decision, like, oh, I'm not going to like this. But then when I drank it, it was nice. So that was also surprising. Yeah. I'm also surprised that for my first try, I landed in the middle of the road instead of, like, oh, let me, let me side. do the yeah. baby beer. Let me do yeah. the, the lady baby beer. Steps, the yeah. baby lady, you know. pinkies yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Let me just do something light and refreshing and, you know, going from foo-foo cocktails to a light beer. Like, that's what I expected. That's the easy jump. Yeah. And the fact that I really like this kind of rich, nutty brown and just it, like I said, I kind of just perked up when I drank it. I was like, oh, okay. Didn't realize beer, beer could taste like that. Yeah. That's – I'm huge win. I'm super excited. I'm smiling ear to ear right now. Yeah. I am gritting. It, yeah. Yes. I feel like – as tastemasters, we're not just two bumbling idiots drinking, putting our stuff on social media and a podcast. But we're actually trying to open the palate of those we love. And yeah. hopefully those out there, uh, we, that's what we want to do. We want you to guys to figure out that there's a craft out there that has been crafted by these people who it's, it's an art for them. And there's an art piece out there for you. Go find it. That's what Y and I try and do, right, White? I mean, that's... Yeah. Go find it. Go find your craft that you enjoy. We uh we may still be two bumbling idiots, but uh, at least we found some po- someone who you know previously didn't like beer and now they like beer, and uh, a, a little bit darker than middle of the road. Honestly, this is yeah, this is a this is a a fantastic beer. I I think I can confidently say that my favorite beer that I've drank today as well was the Nut Brown. I, this is one of my new favorite beers. Would you would you drink this again? Like if you went into a restaurant and you saw, hey, they have the uh, Red Rock Nut Brown Bobcat on tap. I would I would pick it first. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Why? Right? Can I just say that I think we're good at our job. I think I think we're doing something. We're we're trying. I think taste masters suffices. Yeah, we are the taste masters. I'm pleased. But Bristol. Thank you for coming on to our show. We are so grateful so to have you, to have you on. It's been a thrill this whole time. I hope you've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. And I hope that you'll be willing to come back yeah. another time and taste with us. Absolutely. Yes. Was, maybe we can do sours next time. Or we can just have a bunch of brown ales. God, that would be fun. <laughs> this is the brown, maybe, brown ale episode maybe, Bristol. Uh, maybe next time we can have a pot of hot water and Bristol can guide us through teas. I think that would be fun. Like Ooh, I would like I would taste love masters to taste with tea, some different teas. Absolutely, oh, I would love T- that taste masters with a capital T. T. Well, so till the next beverage, bro. Yeah, when when you open the palate, the palate just opens. So, thanks, Bristol. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. been another episode of the tastemasters find us on instagram at the underscore tastemasters twitter at the tastemasters or on facebook as the tastemasters 
like, share, subscribe, DM us for any questions, or leave a review. Tell your friends, and thanks for listening. Produced and recorded at Fuse Audio. Give them a follow at Fuse underscore audio.